You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie, and this is another episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast, and today I have Angel Boyce with us. She is a nurse practitioner who works in concussion clinic in the state of Delaware. So thank you, Angel, so much for being with us today. Katie, thanks for having me. Um, I'm so excited to be here and, and share our ideas. Angel, uh, so give us uh, some background first of, you know, how you, when you got started into nursing, is this something you did straight out of high school, going to, to nursing school, and uh, a little background on your nursing career and how it led you to where you are today? The best word to describe my career has been eclectic. It's <laughs> a little of this and a little of that. Ironically, nursing is a second career. I started out in chemical engineering and decided that I wanted to be that, and then that didn't work. So I went to biology, finished, and then decided that being an EMT, I really like to help people, so I might as well be a nurse. That gave me the flexibility of family and everything. So I'm so excited to be a nurse. I've um, worked in a hospital. Most of my time has been in community. Um, I work currently uh, as a school nurse, and that was the ability to um, help students from all kinds of life. Um, prior to that, I worked in occupational health, which I just called school nursing for grown-ups. Okay, so you work um, in the evenings at a concussion clinic? Yes. Okay, and what have you noticed with your concussion patients that led you to wanting to start a business? You know, as providers, we want to help people get their lives back. Sometimes patients have called it their new norm, where they've been living with a concussion for a while. And I just think that there is an opportunity for us to make it real, meaning um, our patients are experiencing real things that are different, and they may not be in a place where they know where to go find help, or they go find information, or even their family members understand. So, for example, if your brain isn't functioning and you're a little slow from post-concussive part of a concussion, and maybe you're not seeing right and you're reading, you know, literature or even to know what words to search might be challenging. Or, you know, a concussion is very different than, say, a break or, you know, a surgery. You can see what's going on with the patient. Inside our brain, we can't see what's going on. We might say to ourselves, well, they're a little different. What's going on? But they may not be able to tell you that. So my goal was to try to create a place where we can have information that helps people practically understand and know and go to um, know more about, hey, what's happening to me and how can I get my life back? If it's a new norm, well, what does that look like? And, and are there others there who are in this experiencing the same thing? 
So the idea is to have information to make informed decisions, to create um, a forum of sharing ideas of well, what do you need? Because you're the best person to tell me what you need. I can come up with all sorts of things that I think you need, but you're the one who can tell me exactly what might work best. For example, sunlight really can bother a concussion patient. Bothers their eyes, gives them a headache. I simply might say, well, dusk and dawn are the bad times. That's where the light filtering through the sun or the road or the, the changes in intensity. So try a pair of sunglasses. And you know, the $5 sunglasses might not be the ones that are best for you, but they might do the job to start. And maybe we need a more higher level or maybe even a prescription version of it. But presenting that idea of, oh, well maybe I don't drive at dusk and dawn. <laughs> I, maybe I drive a little bit later in the morning or a little earlier in the evening. But that's a nugget of information that you can say, oh yeah, that's what's going on with me. And then that helps the patient in control, think about what might work well for them, and then be able to answer questions. And that's something tangible that a support member can help with that patient in their recovery. Okay. So uh, I mean, a lot of ways you're making, helping patients to make life plans for themselves and to work around uh, their symptoms, uh, as well as helping alleviate some of their symptoms by things that they're actually doing that they don't realize is causing part of the symptoms. Yeah, I, that, I think that summarizes it really well. I mean, it's so complex and our, our brain is our master planner. So if we're not, if we're having challenges with our planning, what a, an idea may help us figure out how to make life a little better. Okay. So how does this work into like um, the business that you are thinking about starting or have already started? Well, Katie, I'm so excited. Um, I'm going to be launching the concussion cafe. And with that, there'll be practical information on some of the things that we've just talked about, you know, dusk and dawn or hearing or um, light sensitivity or noise. So we're gonna take several topics and just make sure that we're um, giving ideas that are workable, are small things that just might make a big difference. Um, my, my priorities in concussion care are always helping you sleep, working on that headache, and we know even without a concussion, a headache just changes how we feel, and working on our mood. You know, a lot of times our mood influences our energy and how energetic are we to get things done, and sometimes our mood with our concussion can change, where we may not have had ideas, for example, we may not have had ideas of hurting ourselves or life is okay, but the serotonin levels change in a way with our uh, mood that we may be more prone to copycatting uh, suicide ideas or even go down into a place where we think of harming ourselves and 
we, our mind prior to a concussion might have said, well, I would have never thought of doing that. But now we're in a place that we might be at risk. So we want to talk about uh, different symptoms or feelings or things that might be happening with a concussion and give some practical information. Now there's a lot of places out there where you can get information, but we're trying to put it so it's real for our folks who join us on our website. Eventually we'd like to do some podcasts that might help family members. Um, and we also would do a chat. Just a cat, if you think of a cafe, you just sit down and you share some ideas and, and we learn from each other. And I think learning from each other, especially when you're either the support person, the person experiencing it, or even a clinician. Hey, I've got this challenge. What do I do about that? So we're trying to bring the concussion team together into a forum where we can share ideas and help make that experience much better for the, the post-concussive patients. Yeah, and I think that's important because there's, there's, I mean, there's obviously concussion clinics out there, but the websites are very, um, I don't know, they're just basic, basic information, and there's not really a place where you can leave a comment, or you probably wouldn't even want to leave a comment if you're having, like, uh, you know, if you wanted to talk about something personal, there's no real outlet, and, you know, just kind of looking to see what there is online even just a brief search for concussion, there's just, there's nothing out there. So what you're doing seems really unique. Um, And, you know, can you talk a little bit about how you are different than, I mean, like a concussion clinic, let's say. You know, what makes us different is that I come from family practice. And in the family practice, we look at the whole person. Um, many of our concussion specialists who are out there come from sports medicine. And so we think of the athlete and returning the athlete to play. Well, somewhere in there, we, don't, we may not have taken care of the worker the, from who, ha, who sustained a work injury, such as workers' comp. We may not have taken care of the individual who had a motor vehicle accident or some type of injury from, you know, just something at home. I tripped over my dog, I slipped on my floor, and just helping them return to life. So we've got lots of regulations and lots of rules on return to play, but we haven't necessarily captured return to life. And that's what I'm hoping to do with this site and with working with other colleagues in concussion of let's help you figure out what is this norm for you and how do we find a new one or return to you, return you to where you were And I think with that family practice background, we're looking at it all. I actually had a patient say that to me when I prescribed them an antibiotic for their sinus infection. But if you think about it, if you have a sinus infection, you're going to have a headache or you're going to have facial pain or you're going to have symptoms that help you feel bad. So, you know, I did my physical exam and it's a patient I'd been seeing, and they weren't sleeping from their sinus infection. 
their mood had changed because of their sinus infection and their headache had gotten worse. So we still continued to manage the headache. We still continued to manage sleep and mood. However, an antibiotic and medications, whether they were over the counter or prescribed, in that recovery. Now, our friends in family practice are our partners with concussions, but sometimes the sheer ability to get to an appointment is difficult for a concussion patient, remembering they're already in multiple therapies. So that experience of coming from family practice, we look at the whole person. So I prescribed an antibiotic for evidence-based practice, they saw me in a week or two and they were better. They were like, that's what I needed. My headache got better and they had gotten some of their life back. So did you, um, did you always know that you wanted to start a business in concussion uh, or post-concussion symptoms or to start a support group? Was this kind of like a straight line from um, your work in the concussion clinic and you're just like, oh, I'll just do this. I mean, how did you come up with this idea and um, how are you moving it forward? So Katie, there has never been a straight line in anything. <laughs> um, eclectic is the background that I, in the word that I use for everything. Um, I, I love startups and I have lots of ideas and I've always been in small business, um, have had multiple businesses or been part of them. Um, I would have to say that this has not been a straight line for me. Um, I've always wanted, I knew I wanted to make a difference. Um, concussion, as I mentioned earlier, started in the school working in the clinic, but to say that I wanted to start a business to help patients, no, that was not a straight path. I would not know what I know now had I not made all those detours and turns. Um, there is a place for medicine and there's a place for holistic and they can both work together. And I would say my Personal experiences have taught me about, say, energy or other um, acupuncture or other types of ways that people find how they manage situations. Um, no, it is not a straight path. It is crooked with, um, you know, supports along the way and turns. Um, but there's always been that idea of, I need to make, I want to make a difference of how can I help people in this situation? And sometimes I, that detour gave me some knowledge that I needed, but no. If you asked me when I first started out, hey, this is what I want to do, um, I, I couldn't say that that was an easy answer. It's had multiple iterations and many ideas, and, but I am thankful for the detours um, they've given me other information, and in fact, the idea of working with you—that was—I was—I had seen your information about Nursepreneur probably for a year and a half or two years, and then I was finally ready. And when I was ready, that's when I said, "I need Katie." <laughs> I yeah, I think that's a really important distinction, especially for people that are. Um, 
you know, they want to start a business and they're just not sure about what business to start. And, you know, sometimes it's all about just waiting for the right problem to come to you um, or seeing, finally seeing the right problem, right? Because a lot of times our patients are saying things to us over and over and over again. And then one day you hear it differently and you're like, yeah, but I can solve that. <laughs> and that becomes a business. And, and that's kind of, uh, you know, where I see you in, in a way is that here you are this expert in concussion and you're looking for problems, but you're, the biggest problem is the one that's like right in front of you. And, and then it seemed like one day you heard people just telling you the problem and you're like, yeah, but I, I can solve that, <laughs> you know, and you had mentioned to me talking about patients, uh, refer, patients that got referred to you um, because of, of rage and they had a history of concussion. Can you, can you tell that story? Because I think that was a really important story. We're getting psych patients who are angry, and <laughs> angry and have rage, okay? So their clinicians are referring them to us because when they're taking their history, they have a concussion they never <laughs> But let me tell you, I have gotten rid of the rage. I have collaborated with their psychotherapist and their people are like, we've gotten our life back. What did you do? We took care of the concussion. It's so weird. You get an eye exam. That's one of the first things. Um, most of the time I'm getting them to sleep. So I'm giving them trazodone or something like that or working with the clinician. And we want to stabilize them. And sometimes it is medication. You know, medication might be for now, but hopefully it's not forever. But we want to stabilize them in a way. But it's that communication with our partners um, of making sure you know, that what I'm doing isn't necessarily going to interfere with their treatment plan. Um, so a medication I might prescribe uh, to help with a headache um, may not play nice with a psycho psychotropic medication that the provider feels is essential. So that communication of medication therapy, um, sometimes it's the counseling and the, the psychotherapy, as well as this, the traditional therapies that we use, the vestibular therapy, checking for eye exams or ocular changes. But the key is first the partnership, that we're exchanging ideas and understand what our roles are and putting out those expectations. And then we wanna to work together. We wanna to get the headaches resolved. You know, you wouldn't have rage if you had a headache that rated at, an, at nine or a 10 every day. We wouldn't. People would annoy us and loud noises and we, we might, our temperament might change. So we want to get our headache under control. We want to make sure that folks are sleeping because have you ever stayed up several nights? Remember when we had, might have had small children who were not sleeping through the night and we had to go to work the next day? Well, of course, if we're not sleeping, then our tolerance for things are going to be different. We work on a headache, we work on sleeping. And as I mentioned before, we want to work on mood. And the mood is, in these particular cases, working very strongly with our mental health partners. 
Yeah. So, I mean, there's concussion clinics, like the one that you work at. And I think you're talking about something that's different from concussion clinics. Like you're, you're not deterring people from going to, you know, go to your concussion clinic, go to your neurologist, go to whoever you need to go to. And after you're done with that, um, then there's that whole post-concussive phase, otherwise known as the rest of your life that, you know, you need to deal with. But the thing with concussion is that the information that's out there uh, I, I find it really sparse. Like I, I think it's hard to find. Uh, you don't get like to find stuff that uh, is helpful is, is going to be really difficult. So you providing that value. So you have the free information up front. If they want to work with you, you maybe you offer a group program four times a year or something, they can join the program. Um, but you know, I, you, you're really onto something here. Uh, I, I think so too. And you know how I always jump to other things here. I, I was, I had, I, I heard you in my, in my head lots of times and what it becomes is if you have a situation that has incapacitated you, that you have to change your world or your life. So for example, if you have, um, diabetes, now you can't do that. You know, you have to change your world. That situation of how do you work with you have a divorce right and you have to process okay how am I going to do this what's going to be my priority where you are doing your own personal inventory of what is important to you which is going to influence how you're going to do your next step that very much is concussion if you're an NP and then I say to you your memory recall is not going to get better. You need to find something new for yourself to do. You have immediately gone into the grieving process and you don't know that you're in the grieving process. And if you had someone to hold your hand, even to someone to just say, you are going to go through the grieving process. Here are those steps. Hey, here's what we got to do first. Here's what we got to do. That is a coaching program. So <clears throat> I think just starting off with an extension of, hey, I see you, <clears throat> but how do, you, how do you live with concussions? Do you know what I mean? Like, how do you live with it? That's, that's the part that I think nurses are so good at doing. Yeah. A doctor will give you a script and say, here you go. But a nurse or a nurse practitioner or our, our thinking will say, well, here's how you use those crutches to go up steps. You know, let's practice that, you know, or I'll say, make sure you have an exit strategy when you go out in the community for concussion. You can go, but make sure you have an extra plan of how you're going to get out of there. And if your headache gets worse, so if you're not saying no, but you're giving them practical advice on how to live and work with the experience they're having right now. Mm -hmm. That's the piece that, depending on what specialists you see, you may or may not get. And that is the piece I think that I want to be able to do. So what is, um, what is your vision for this, the concussion capping moving forward? What do you, what do you want to see? What do you want to like, let's say this is a year or two years from now, you know, what would this cafe look like? And it's not a physical cafe. This is an online concussion cafe. 
Well, I think first we'd have information and that information at first may just come from what I think people want. Ultimately, I think that it would be consumer driven or post-concussive driven. Here's what we need. Okay, well, let's get that for you. Let's figure out how we can help you feel better. Um, so we would start with uh, um, information, create a forum for exchanging ideas, and then maybe even a platform of having some of those ideas available. Maybe we do virtual group sessions. Maybe we do one-on-one um, -on -one help with, hey, here's my problem. Can you help me solve it? Um, maybe we're connecting folks through virtual chat rooms or, you know, some forum where we get to know one another using the technologies that are available to us. But I hope ultimately that we can help post-concussive patients regain their, their life or regain their new norm. That's, I mean, it's a very, and that's what I love about nursing businesses is that they're actually making an impact on the people that they care about. And uh, to me, that's the whole point of starting a business in the first place. Uh, you know, so, uh, you know, that is, it's absolutely awesome that what you're doing. I congratulate you. I'm so excited for you. Um, if people want to learn more about you and what you're doing, uh, where can we go? So. Um concussioncafe.com is our website. And if you need to reach me, it's Angel B, A-N-G-E-L, V as in boy, at concussioncafe.com. Awesome, thank you so much, Angel, for sharing this with us. Thanks, Katie. As always, I enjoyed our time together. <laughs>